0: all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline, the place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Erin Royer. So life with kids and pets is amazing, and it can add that extra fun and craziness to family life. It also helps us teach our kids great lessons about caring for others, so empathy as well as responsibility. And our first question is about just this. Now, as you probably know, as I shared in last week's episode, we got a rescue puppy for our family, much to my husband's chagrin. It was enough that he agreed to another dog, but a puppy was not on his agenda. Now, if you're wondering how Miss Bambi is doing, and if you're not, you can skip ahead, but she's growing so fast, of course... She had her first vet appointment, well, with us. She had one with the uh, rescue agency, but this was the first one with us, and it's her second set of shots. So one more set of shots. We can take her out more and not have to carry her around when we do because she's getting really heavy. So after that third set, she'll be fully protected. Then we're working on some things like potty training, and I've had to get really diligent with her because she was having too many accidents inside, but I'm on it. We've been doing really well for the last couple of days. She was also getting a little aggressive with my daughter, so we're also working on that too because she needs to know that all the people in this house are alpha to her, especially because she's going to be big. She's gonna be bigger than the kids soon. And I posted some pics and I'll continue to do so on my Instagram account. So if you want to see Miss Bambi, you can follow me at IronMom2020. So today's questions are about helping a toddler be gentle with a family pet. The second question is about helping a toddler with strong Emotions. So Sarah wrote in, Dear Erin, first I would like to thank you for your fantastic podcast. I only recently discovered it and have devoured all of the archives. Wow, that's a lot of archives. <laughs> I have followed positive discipline since my daughter was an infant when my friend gifted me with Jane Nelson's books and have found it extremely helpful. I love that because my classes are all built, the discipline classes are built around Jane Nelson's books and her philosophy, as well as the psychologist that her work is based on. Along with Mary Sheedy Kursinkas, I hope I'm saying that name right, her book Raising Your Spirited Child. My question is about how to teach our daughter now three and a half empathy and gentleness with our cat. Our daughter loves the cat and can be very gentle with her when she wants. She seems genuinely fond of the cat and will tell everyone about her cat. However, the past few months, she has started behaving aggressively at times towards the cat. She will sometimes kick, hit, or pinch her and pull her fur or tail. She will also try to pick her up, which is of course awkward and painful for the cat. Our cat is 17 years old and very fragile. Our daughter knows she is to be gentle with the cat and that she is not supposed to pick her up and will even talk about it at times saying it's not nice to hit, for example. She is not an overly aggressive child. Of course, she has moments when her emotions overwhelm her, but overall, she is good about taking breaks and using her emotion language. She doesn't show aggression to other kids or have problems at daycare, although she will sometimes hit or kick me when very upset. We have tried setting strong boundaries, separating her from the cat, telling her it's not okay to hurt her, talking about how she needs to be gentle. We physically intervene each time we see something, separating her from the cat and addressing the behavior once our daughter is calm and can listen. We also try to praise her each time she's gentle. That was a gentle touch. Do you see how much she likes that? She's purring. We know she understands, but the behavior continues. We recently tried to change tactics and give attention to the cat. First, are you okay? Did that hurt? And then talk to our daughter about how the cat is scared of her and she can't be near her until we can trust her. We hope that would deter the behavior because she wouldn't like the cat getting more attention from us and she wouldn't want her to be afraid of her. We try to keep a close eye on them, but completely separating the cat from our daughter isn't very easy because she, the cat, likes to be with people. Incidentally, our cat is extremely mild-tempered and has never scratched or bitten our daughter and has hissed at her only a handful of times since she was born. I know that sometimes the behavior is due to wanting our attention. She tends to be more aggressive when we're busy talking with another adult, making dinner, getting ready for work, etc. But sometimes it truly seems out of the blue and she'll do something when we've been home and playing together. She is the only child and we wonder if it's similar to sibling rivalry, but we do try to give her, our daughter, a lot of attention and teach empathy. She is sweet and a loving child, but very intense, persistent and perceptive and always wants our attention. We've tried what we know to do, but worry that this behavior is really persisting. We want our daughter to be gentle and empathetic and for our cat to be safe. We're just at a loss as what to do from here and appreciate your thoughts. Thanks so much, Sarah. So first of all, Sarah is doing a lot of great stuff here and seems to really understand what's going on, including the motivation behind the behavior. So I'm going to give a quick background about what three is and where she is so at three empathy is just starting to develop so there will be lots of coaching and it will get better especially now that at three and a half to four she will really start to pick it up to pick up the empathy that's really going to start to kick in much bigger now that she's getting a little bit older but just understand that she's not hurting the cat on purpose now this doesn't mean it's okay but it just to understand it's not intentional. The behavior is intentional, and it is likely attention seeking, but she's not aware that she's actually physically hurting the cat or that she potentially could be hurting the cat when she does this. It's just her trying to get the attention. And so she's using this as her method. So here are some additional things you can do. So during or just after an incident, and you're doing a lot of this already, I love that you moved over to giving attention to the cat first. This is exactly what I advise parents to do when their child who's engaging in this behavior with another child is hurting another child. So the same thing would go here. Give attention to the one who is hurt or potentially hurt first. This tends to send a pretty strong message. She's not getting attention for the behavior, right? The attention is going elsewhere. So she's getting ignored and the attention is going elsewhere. So it's not getting her what she wants in that moment. Her intended purpose was for attention. It's giving attention to the cat in this instance instead. So this is a really good tool. Keep doing that. So I'll cover several new tips about how to help this relationship between the cat and the daughter right after a word from our sponsor, ButcherBox. So January is here, and that means the big game is just around the corner. Now, whether you love football or not, if you're like me, you still love an excuse to throw a party. I love throwing parties with lots of families for bigger occasions or just a small gathering with a couple of our closest friends to a girl's night in when my husband is traveling for work or out with his friends. And wings are always a great go-to snack. Right now, Box is offering free wings for life when you sign up now. I love my butcher box deliveries. I can custom order the meats of my choices that my family loves. I get 9 to 11 pounds of high quality meat right to my door, such as 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, heritage pork, wild caught Alaskan salmon, and sugar and nitrate free bacon. Their salmon has made fish lovers out of my kids. The salmon is so fresh and a beautiful, dark color. Last week, I made a teriyaki vinaigrette salmon with five minutes of prep and 10 minutes of cooking. Even my son, who doesn't usually like meat, devoured it and asked when I can make it again. We are such a busy family, so dinner times can leave us with very little time to prep. So I love that I can easily prepare and offer such healthy, fresh meals to my family. Right now, you can get free wings for life plus $20 off your first box. That's three pounds of wings in every box for the life of your subscription plus $20 off your first box. Just go to butcherbox.com parenting or use promo code parenting at the checkout. That's butcherbox.com slash parenting or use promo code parenting at the checkout. Now that we're back after the break, I'm gonna get to some more tips about helping a toddler learn to be more gentle and connected to a family pet. As an adult and a mom of a son, both with ADHD, I know navigating the expectations of life with ADHD can be a challenge, but finding the right care and proper tools needed to succeed can be life-changing. With the right resources, you can turn your ADHD into your superpower. Done is an online ADHD care platform that can get you all the resources you need to help manage your ADHD. Online visits, refills, and a 24 seven care team made for you. Starting to take care of your ADHD is as easy as one, taking a one minute free assessment to see if Dunn can help. Two, booking an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as today or tomorrow. 3. Start receiving ongoing care. Enjoy online visits, personalized treatment plan, worry free refills, and 24 7 care. Take a free one minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, insurance coverage, and 24 7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy co pays as low as $0. Unlock your path to better focus now at Get. Dot donefirst.com slash podcast. Done. Turn your ADHD into your strength. This episode is sponsored by By Heart. By Heart is an infant nutrition company whose mission is simple, make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science, in addition to its patented protein blend, our formula includes prebiotics and an 80-20 to casein ratio like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula to use organic, grass-fed whole milk, not skim. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheartcom slash podcast with the code parenting for a limited time additional terms and conditions apply then and you say you're trying to do this but I want you to get really intentional about this you want to separate them I know it's hard but you want to do whatever you can to separate her from the cat she's showing she's not making good choices in that moment so she needs to lose access to the cat now you can let the cat roam and have your daughter go to enclosed area behind a toddler gate if that's an option I'm going to talk more about that in a minute You can, of course, also have the cat go into a location where he or she is safe from your daughter for a bit, into a room on top of a kitty condo. If you have one of those, you could place her up there yourself, which keeps her out of the range of where your daughter can get to her, that kind of thing. 20 minutes should be plenty. Then you can set a consequence beyond access to the cat. Now, that's especially if you are removing the cat from your daughter, not your daughter from the cat or your daughter out of the room. I know I talk a lot about limiting consequences because they are a more negative way of teaching. But in instances of aggression, we need to do everything we can to let our children know that this kind of behavior is just unacceptable. Not in a punitive, angry kind of way, but just really setting a strong boundary that this aggressive behavior for any reason is just not Okay, Especially when it's like an attention seeking thing. Sometimes they lose their cool and that's what they go to and they really need some more help with that. But to do that, to get attention, we want to help her find a different way to get attention. So that's another thing you're going to work on. You're going to work on her coming to you to find a way to get attention in a positive way. So that's another piece of that. But let's get back to Uh, this instance and what's happening right in that moment. So if you're putting your daughter into a location where she is separated and she needs to play in a separate location from the cat and from the family, then that's enough of a consequence because she is the one who's then getting isolated and getting... uh, the kind of attention pulled away from her. If the cat is the one getting separated because that's the only thing you can do and you wanna add a second consequence that you feel will speak to her, that will really get her attention, now it's hard to make this one super related if that's if you're pulling the cat away, putting the cat into a room, but if you let her know ahead of time, if I see you hurting the cat again, I will need to give you a consequence. We've talked about it many times and I cannot allow you to hurt the kitty anymore. So if this happens again, And then this is if you would put her by herself. You would need to go play by yourself in the hallway for 15 minutes and give Kitty a space to feel safe. If you're going to pull, put another consequence out, taking something away, taking a, a toy away, a privilege away, that type of thing, you could put that in there too. Now, when my kids were really little, we did have exactly this. It was a hallway with a baby gate. I had it so that I could just put one of them in there when they were getting aggressive with each other or grabbing the dog's tail or what have you. Or they made a mess I needed to clean up. It was a place to separate sometimes all of them from me and cleaning up the mess or sometimes from each other or from the pets if they were hurting the pets um, to keep everyone safe. So a few times I used it like when a glass got broken and I needed to clean it up. So it's always a good idea to have a place like this when you can. So in an emergency type situation, you have a place to kind of corral the kids Um, because we can't always be on top of everyone all the time. So you know, someone was grabbing the dog's tail and I'm trying to go to the bathroom or finish dinner. You went in the hallway for a few minutes and they don't like that. They do not like that at all. It's not a punishment per se. It's, it's not done in a punitive manner with a punitive tone. It's just, a, I can see that you're struggling to make a good choice right now. I need your brother or the dog or whoever to feel safe. So I need you to play in the hallway for a few minutes while I finish dinner and we'll talk about it in a few minutes. Then you can bring her back out and have a chat about it. You can help her learn how to make a proper apology. This is also where you could talk about making a better choice the next time. If she wants attention, come to you, ask for her to help to play, ask if she can help with dinner, all kinds of other options on what she can do besides going after the cat. So you can work on that in, in this coaching session as well. But when we talk about apologies, If you wanted to make a proper apology, you don't want to force an apology. You just want to suggest it. Now, remember at this age, empathy is just coming on board. So children this age are not always great at making an apology or wanting to make an apology. They may not get it. Try not to get angry about that. Get upset. It's a process they're learning. But when we force apologies, unfortunately, it works against creating empathy because then they just feel resentment about having to do an apology when they don't really feel upset about it so you want to work through any emotions that she's feeling about getting separated and then help her to understand or work towards helping her understand that she hurt the kitty help her make amends towards the kitty if she's open to that if she's not you can just explain why it's a good idea and then they keep working on it the next time So when it comes to a proper apology, if she's open and ready and feels uh, bad about what she did, you're going to suggest the apology. You really hurt Kitty. It would be nice if you would let her know you're sorry. Now, a proper apology has three pieces. We're going to let the other person or animal know that we understand that we hurt them. We're going to make amends. Now, what that means is we're gonna make it up to them somehow. Now in most cases, an I'm sorry is enough, right? So especially in this case, like the cat will be fine, the cat will move on, but just an I'm sorry, this helps your daughter learn how to make a proper apology. Then we also let the other person know that we're gonna do better. So helping your daughter get to a place of saying something like, and this may not happen the first time, again, it may take some coaching to get her to that place like two, three, four times, just keep, you're going to keep working on it, helping her get to that place where she starts to build that empathy and understands. But getting her to a place where she says something like, I'm really sorry I hurt you. I'm going to work hard to be gentle now. And then giving Kitty some gentle pets. Now, if all she wants to do is give Kitty some gentle pets, that's okay. Whatever you can get her to, whatever you can help her get to is the step that she's ready for at that time. And that's okay. Just going to work towards it. After several times of this, you should start to see some really big improvements. If she's getting separated out, if she needs to go play by herself, you give her toys of course, you're not gonna put her there and say, you need to think about what you did, nothing like that because we can't make anyone think about what they did, right? And she's probably not gonna really think about it. But it's the coaching afterwards, coaching her through it, coaching her through the empathy, coaching her through the apology, that's how it's gonna start to build and after she has been in there playing by herself and realizes I don't really like this I'm gonna do better this is where all of this is gonna start to come in and make some changes relatively quickly now the other suggestion I have to help facilitate a stronger bond would be to have your daughter feed the kitty now and she'll probably need your help with this task but if that's something that she can do or you can coach her and help her in doing for the kitty, that will help her feel more responsibility towards the cat as well and in caring for her. Now, I'm not sure if your cat is at all interested in playing much anymore, but if so, having your daughter pick out a toy at the store, maybe a catnip toy might be the most interesting For an older cat, might still be interested in some catnip. It always smells good and they're always interested and then they get kind of silly when they play with those. Have her give it to the kitty. And then if she can play with it with the kitty, like roll it across the floor, if it's catnip ball, something like that, help her get a little more connected, a little more involved with the kitty. Lastly, reading some books about caring for our pets. Um, There's some good books out there. I want to keep these first few cat-related because it makes it a little more um, able to tie it in a little bit better. So there's one out there called, I don't know what to name my cat, and that's a cute one. Then there's Cookies Week, and now Cookie is a kitty who causes trouble, but um, again, trying to keep it cat-centric, it's a cute story. Also, the Carl the Dog books, which I've mentioned before, which is why I ended up with a little Rottweiler puppy, it's about a dog who cares for the baby and the family, but it's a good example of how pets help their owners. Now, most pets don't help their owners to that degree, but you could talk about how your cat helps your family. It could open up that dialogue. Now, in most cases, it's really just about companionship and love and affection and attention from our pets, but it helps open up that conversation about why we have pets and what they bring to our family. Also, another one along that same line is, can I be your dog? And that's about a dog who's looking for a family and how we take care of pets. Um, But you can do a search and see what resonates with you. Now, unfortunately, I don't have time to get to the next question today because that one is pretty involved as well. And I realize I spent more time on this question than I initially intended, but I wanted to really get into the details and make sure that I covered it pretty in depth and covered all of my bases on this question. So I took a little more time than I intended. So we'll get to the next question next week on helping a toddler with those big emotions. Also remember, I will be participating in the Peaceful Parenting Summit, which is completely free and online, uh, 25 plus highly accomplished, highly respected experts who will offer different practical tools and strategies to help create a loving connection with your child. So to sign up for that, remember to go to our Facebook page. This is the easiest way. Go to our Facebook page, Your Village Facebook page, and it's pinned right to the top. You can click on that to go to the link to sign up for the Peaceful Parenting Summit completely free. I also have a bit.ly address, which is http colon slash slash bit bit dot l y slash b as in boy, p as in parent, p as in parent dash Aaron. So you could do that as well. But I think the Facebook page is the easier way to do that. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered, send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening and see you next week.